This week's quote, self-love is not selfish. You cannot truly love another until you know how to love yourself. This season on Good Vibes, I found myself becoming more transparent than I would have ever imagined. And in doing so, I say this. I've loved wrong my entire life. I've put people before me in my relationships, and that's exactly how I got lost in every single one of them. As Iyanla says, my cup runneth over. What's in the cup is for me, and what's extra is for everybody else. Do what it takes to remain whole, even when it gets uncomfortable, because that's a vibe. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Good Vibes with Robert Alexander. If you're a new listener, welcome to the Good Vibes Tribe. Please subscribe on the Apple Podcast app and follow on soundcloud.com backslash robertalexander7. Now let's get started. So this season of Good Vibes has been extra special to me, really unique because each lesson is really uh, a play-by-play of what's going on currently in my life. I am kind of conveying messages as they come to me. And so it's been a little bit interesting trying to keep content coming, but um, it's been good. (laughs) With that being said, I'm leaning further into what it takes to remain whole. I've noticed a deviation in my path. Some unforgettable experiences have put me in a reactive state and I've built a sort of fortress to protect me from things I've already endured. Um, And though in theory that makes sense, I'm understanding how complex each experience actually is and that there is no saving yourself from those things. Every bit of life that that God has willed you to experience, you're going to experience those things. And so acknowledging that and knowing that is almost liberating because not to live like foolishly or go wild, but I can't try to protect myself from things that have made me. And I'm really trying to adopt not doing that anymore because it's honestly been pretty stifling looking back. Looking back at my methods of coping with unwarranted change uh, have kind of hardened me. Life has taught me to protect myself from that pain and to love more logically. I've turned my heart into a computer and I'm understanding that my new challenge is to siphon the wisdom I've acquired from these experiences into this cup shout out to Iyala, but not to carry the pain and negativity along with it. And that's kind of been the hard part, but I don't run from a challenge and I definitely don't want you to. So let's do this thing together. In episode 25, I mentioned how all of our experiences, good and bad, have made us who we are. I believe that each heartbreak or loss or failure was a lesson and in the grand scheme of things, perhaps even an exercise. At the gym, we lift weights to become stronger, but ain't nobody walking around with an 80 pound barbell in their back pocket every day, right? Well, if I'm gonna keep it really funky with y'all, emotionally, I'm starting to think that I have been. So here's to dropping the weights and hitting the showers. I'm very proud of who I've become. I love to say how I've survived everything I've encountered up until now, but I also have to acknowledge the fact that to continue my growth, I have to remove the armor and undo the methodology I've adopted to get here. This state of survival I've been living in just will not sustain me in the places I aspire to rise to. So I've comprised a list of layers to pull back to embrace who I once was. I've outgrown the bandages and the crutches used to recover from some experiences, but I have to acknowledge that I'm still subconsciously using those crutches and bandages in a place that I no longer live. Therefore, it's time to upgrade. 
So the first layer is victimizing myself. I've thudded on good vibes in season one, but being on the opposite end of situations I fell quote unquote victim to gave me perspective of understanding that there are no real villains. Only hurt people with unaddressed issues, lack of emotional intelligence, or people who simply haven't healed from their own painful experiences. I couldn't practice that same compassion in the midst of my pain. All I knew is that with every bit of my soul that was given to a person, what I got was nowhere near the expectation I had for what I deserved in return. And that in turn made me a vengeful person. Which brings us to our second layer. Uh, some of you may have met this side of me, the control freak. So let's explain. Once upon a time, I was very passive. And like most passive people, I thought that the other end of the spectrum was being bossy and completely bypassed the healthier alternative of being assertive and direct. I exuded the definition of confused energy, which only put more strain on my relationships and left me in a really odd space when it came to defending my own logic. For my new listeners, confused energy is basically when the act does not align perfectly with the intent behind the act. Imagine lipstick on a pig. It just don't make sense. Confused energy. The third and final layer is the incessant need for validation. In a lot of my relationships, I left with the notion that something was wrong with me when they ended. This was before I understood that incompatibility is not failure. Incompatibility is a fixed fact. Fixed fact. And no amount of contorting would ever change those facts. This is what it means to be emotionally intelligent. Getting to the root of the why. Looking at the mirror and acknowledging the parts you hate to talk about or even admit that they exist. I had gone years without really looking in the mirror. And when I finally did, I didn't like who I saw. I had become someone desperate for things that I could never get enough of. I had become someone whose happiness was contingent upon things that were never guaranteed. Like being the perfect son, like being the perfect boyfriend, the perfect person. Baby, this layer goes deep. But I hope to encourage someone listening to take a look deep within. Strip away the armor that makes you quote unquote perfect and start from there. It's honestly one of the scariest things you could do, but it's also one of the best things you could ever do for yourself. When I started this podcast, I didn't know what would come of it. I'm so appreciative of every person who found it valuable enough to share. And it's honestly such a great feeling to know that I'm making a difference in people's lives. But the most rewarding part of this entire thing is how I've watched myself grow. One week from tomorrow will be the one year anniversary of Good Vibes. And this little baby has been one of the best moves of my life. It's allowed me to get really real with myself. And now I'm equipped to live a happier, healthier life. This time around, I can identify my role in any relationship I have. I understand the shades of gray and that toxicity can come even in the form of quote unquote positivity. I have the intelligence to always remain present and keep both hands on the wheel when it comes to matters of the heart and the strength to walk away from anything that no longer serves me. I've acquired the wisdom to know better than to try and alter fate. Some people are seasonal and when their time is up, I have no say in the matter. If you know me personally, you know I'm the king of cutting people off. And if I may, let me explain why. I know what I bring to a relationship. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I'm not saying everybody needs me. I'm not saying I'm everybody's cup of tea. But if you have a friend in me, you know what you're going to get from me. And I don't think that a lot of people understand or look at it that way when it comes to them. I am not sentimental when it comes to people. I've said this on my podcast previously. I, you're not a, You're not my favorite shirt. 
you are only as good as our relationship is today. And I think that people are afraid to think that way, but life is about growth. And unfortunately, fortunately, uh, everyone cannot be on your journey with you. But I didn't mean I didn't mean even mean to go on that tangent. Um, so let me get back to it. Another thing that I've learned is that in trusting the process, a greater blessing could very well be right around the corner. And knowing this has really allowed me to accept that people will come and go in your life. Younger me was very much um, trying to alter fate, trying to control things. And jokes on me. I know God just cracks up because in me being so fearful of change, I have once again stifled my growth and trying to pull people up who wanted to stay down. I've stifled my growth, but you know, I'm so grateful for wisdom. And I could never have gotten to this place without uh, acknowledging that validation doesn't matter to me anymore. When it comes to validation, that's something I simply choose not to seek. I've stated in previous episodes, even in pretending to be perfect, I still couldn't win the hearts of everyone. So I've accepted that I can't and I've shifted my focus to a place that is far more important to me, loving myself. And in doing so, I've noticed that the world respects me more. And loving myself, there's no room in my life for anyone who will treat me with less love, less kindness, less care, less sensitivity, or less appreciation than I treat myself with. I'm telling y'all what I know. So my challenge for anyone listening is to shift the dynamic of looking outwardly for love and begin the search from within. That's it. If anything about this episode has inspired you, start a conversation with someone and continue to spread those good vibes. Bye. Bye.